Yes, honey. Party started. This party started finally, right? Finally, <laughs> we have been trying to get this going, but I told you, God's timing is perfect timing. It's always okay? perfect. Perfect timing. Ain't gonna rush him. Ain't gonna rush him. He always know what to do. Listen, always okay. Always never fails us. Never fails. Never. So I am so happy to have you, Miss Sandra Sutton, on Let's Talk with Christy Go Throw. And like I like to say, it's not about the curse words, but it's about all those things we like to keep secret, those silent struggles and those secret pressions, like the oppression and the depression that some of us go through or have gone through and and had at some point kept it to ourselves. And so now is the time to kind of open the floor, have some conversation around those things that we've been keeping quiet about and um i'm just so happy to have you on here finally i'm excited to oh be my here god because we have been like planning this thing huh listen <laughs> <laughs> you're like look at some point it's going down it's going down it's okay. going down it's going down but you know what it's, it's, it's perfect timing right now because um your book is the book I chose for my evening readings and tea. So, yes. Yeah, so this is like perfect that I actually get to interview you on the podcast. And um, yeah. we can talk a little bit about, well, we're going to talk a lot about the book. Because I wrote okay, down okay. some things, okay, that I want to discuss. But uh, okay. we talk a lot about the book. Oh, Lord. <laughs> But for the people who were listening to me reading, when they go back and they hear the podcast, it's now like they can put a voice with the words and, you know, so it makes it more personable. And I feel like that's going to be really good for the listeners, especially those who are, you know, already listening to me read the book. So it's going to be really good. I, uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I feel honored that you chose my book this uh, month. Oh, girl, I had to because it's so good. So. You like this is my second time picking it up. So when I first got it from you, I started reading it, and like I went, I, I remember going out with my husband and my son. They were going fishing, and um, he was like, "Just come walk out there with me." And I'm like, "Okay." So I go out there, and I'm like, "Well, I'm not into fishing." So while they're fishing, I'm right. gonna read, right? And girl, I started. I can't tell you what happened out there, okay? Because I was just in the book. Wow. reading like I was just reading I was walking and reading wow <laughs> and it was so like I know you said you're trying to kind of you know steer clear of that preacher word you know, that one time I talked to you I was like girl so you was preaching huh he was like, like you preaching preaching I'm not trying to preach but I mean it's in there <laughs> listen look when you grow up with a bit your father's a bishop and your brother you know he's a minister and you minister do we've been doing that all our life sometimes i think it just comes across that way but yeah i'm just it's it's just in you (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) you can tell because when you start talking even though you're talking in word you can definitely hear the ministry come out in the words um just being in the book because they hit home a little different you know like when you're reading some books and people are just talking to you about some things right you know, it's like okay you know you get it you feel it you know mm-hmm. you understand it but right. when it's ministry it comes across yeah. as them 
telling you and then sometimes you feel it as a declaration you feel it being spoken over you and you can you you kind of get this hope or this feeling of um this confidence this new confidence Mm -hmm. you know it's almost like the anointing just kind of rolls off the page you know so (laughs) give me chills (laughs) yeah so and that's i think that's what happened for sure when i was doing a reading that is why um they enjoyed it because wow. it flowed for me to read it, it it was a it was a good flow and i didn't even practice girl i was like okay this is the book i'm reading i introduced it and i started reading it and it just flowed i didn't wow. have to like read it ahead of time or right. And it actually at the i stopped at, at chapter one they were like why didn't you go to chapter two that's what they asked me <laughs> after i was like okay it was like, we got to wait all the way till next week for chapter two. No, I tell them they can order it. <laughs> okay, you get the book yourself. You did ask me the name. <laughs> you did ask me the name of the book. But, uh, and I'm hoping, like, that's what I'm, I'm hoping for, that they go and support. Uh, because it really is, it's definitely worth getting. It's, it's so worth getting. But girl, like, when I stopped at chapter one, the Lord just started giving me the relation between wow. what I just read in your chapter one and how we are preacher's kids. We're God's kids and we're, yes. we call ourselves Christians, right? And so that same stereotype, that same expectation that people give you when you say you're a preacher's kid, you get it when you say you're a Christian. Absolutely. And so it just, it just flowed so well. So I was like, oh yeah, like this, the, that was the Lord told me to read that book because it was like, it, it was perfect. I didn't have to come. I didn't even have notes, girl. Wow. <laughs> I had nothing. I had wow. nothing but the book. I'm about to read this book and we're going to see how it goes. Wow. And it worked out perfect. So I know for sure, you know, we've been saying it, but it's real. God's timing is perfect timing. It's always perfect. Yeah. It's perfect timing, girl. Perfect timing. So I want to allow you to introduce yourself. Give us a little bit about who you are, what you do, how you show up in the world. And then I'll just um, kind of dig in because I, I did I did write down some notes this time. Okay, okay. I have some notes. <laughs> so you have some notes this time? Oh, I got some notes this time, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I am, as Chrissy said, I am Sandra Sutton. I am from the beautiful city of Elizabeth City, North Carolina, by way now of Northern Virginia. I am, I'm still in corporate America, so I work for the federal government and I, as a project manager. I also, I'm also an author, a speaker and self-worth advocate. So I show up in giving women hope, just like you stated earlier. My my mission and my passion is to give women hope and give women that confidence of knowing that they are worthy regardless of what they have experienced or regardless of what has happened you know, in their life, even yesterday, that nothing changes your worth, that you're worthy just as you are. So that's, that's who I am and that's how I choose to show up in the world. I love it, you, just the way you are. Yeah. Just the way you are. Yeah. Just the way you are. That's so good. Okay. So tell me before I start digging into this book. Okay. How did the book come about? Like I know, but tell the people how the book came about. Okay. So about 2000, about 2018, God took me on this, this journey, right? And it was this healing and forgiveness journey um, because I realized there were some things that were within me that I needed to release. And as I'm going through the healing and forgiveness journey, and as I tell everybody, the healing and forgiveness journey is a process. So I don't think it's 
it's I, I call it a never ending process because you always find things about yourself that you need to work on and that needs to heal, right? Yeah. So um, as I got to the place, as my mentors say, where I was healed enough to start beginning to see clearer, mm-hmm. um, I had asked God like, "What now?" And it was almost if He said, "Now your situation, what you experienced, was is no longer for you now." Share that with the world. And if you know anything, if you, you don't, I mean, we can, we know each other, but if you mm-hmm. know me, I'm a very private person. Mm-hmm. Even to write this book was a lot, right? <laughs> it was a lot for me because I'm very private. Whatever I experience, I'm like, okay, or deal with, I like to just, okay, God, it's me and you. And he was like, no. And that's how the whole anthem Shameless came about. He was like, look, if you're going to do this, you have to be shameless. And I need you to do this. And so that's really how the book, the whole book came about because I had no intention of writing a book. I had no intention of writing a book. And it's funny that when I moved in 2018, I, the first day that I left, I pulled out my phone and I just started talking to my phone. I call it voice journaling. Yeah. And I was yeah. talking about how, you know, this was a scary experience. Oh my gosh, I'm moving away from home where I've been for 38 years, 37 years, I think at that time. And I'm like, I'm going to this new place and oh my gosh. So every day, I just picked up my phone and start talking in my phone. And what I did when I wrote the book, I went and transcribed all of my messages, um, my daily talks, and really I put them in the book. And that was almost two and a half years worth of voice journaling. Wow. So imagine that transcript. Wow. <laughs> and everything is not in the book, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> oh, I know. When you said two and a half years, I'm like, I looked at the book like, well, yeah. you must have left some stuff out. <laughs> okay. And this is why, yeah, I did. And the reason why I I'm, I like to read, but I, I can't read like those four or 500 page books, okay? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I said, I have to put myself, you know, in the reader seat. Like, right. <laughs> I'm, I want to do, I want to give it to you and get out. Like, a, yeah. Give it and I took the core points of what I wanted to convey of how I got to the place of feeling unworthy and unworthy to becoming worthy. So, yeah, yeah. it's a short, I, but I think it's a good read. Oh, I totally <laughs> agree. I totally agree. And in the beginning of the book where you have a letter to my worthy girls, mm-hmm. um, there's one paragraph that really, um, I think it just kind of gives an overview of the rest of the book because Mm -hmm. when I was just kind of going through the letter that one paragraph just stuck out and you say I didn't write this book to talk about how life knocked me down I wrote it to tell you the story of how I chose to become the captain of my ship and how forgiveness and healing the shattered parts of me saved my life I wrote it so I can stop reliving the shame of my past so that I can keep propelling forward I wrote it as a testament that your deepest pain can become your greatest gift that will often cause you to have a head on collision with purpose. Yeah. And it that's pretty, pretty much like that, that's I mean it sums it up, even though it's not the last paragraph in the right. letter, but right. it sums up the book, but it also resonates with me because it is why I have this podcast is why I have this space mm-hmm. because I want people to know that yeah you go through some things but God wants you to be shameless and he wants you to understand that um, like I heard Jessica say uh, Jessica Warren say it's not about you being in your story but standing on top of that story using your story as a platform being able to 
just step out and say what it is God did for you yeah. to let other people know, hey, like if he did it for me, he can do it for you. He can do it for you. It's yeah. no bias. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He's not picking yeah. and choosing. Well, I'll do it for her, but you know, you might have to wait. No, yeah. but people feel, some people feel that they have to wait and they have to do all this praying and, you know, and they don't feel worthy or they don't know the, their value because so many of us sit on our stories. That's right. We don't we don't open up and share. And yeah. some it can be your neighbor that needs mm-hmm. to hear what God did for you. Yeah. And so it gives them that confidence that they need. Absolutely. You know, to kind of reach out and be like, okay, God, well, if you did do it for her, you'll do it for me. Yeah. And that's why we read our Bible. That's right. right. We, re- we read our Bible to to see these stories and to yeah. see God's work. Yeah. But I mean, that's then. He's still that's, doing the same thing he's now. He's still doing greater works now. Right. He's still doing it now. Yeah. He's still doing it now. Yeah. And so in reading, I want to know where you say, and, and this is a question I had, because I just automatically assumed, because I didn't see you put anybody's name under it. The quotes that you have at the beginning of the chapters, those are yours, right? Yes. Those are mine. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yep. So that first one says, the opinion of others is not the standard of your self-worth. Girl, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> yes. Because you know what? I used to allow others' opinion I to become who I was, right? Like mm-hmm. I used to allow them to put their opinions on me. And I wore that as if it was true, right? Mm-hmm. And coming into my my sense of worthiness and embracing that worthiness i realized but you but here's the thing when you feel unworthy and there's a lack of self esteem there's a lack of self love there's a lack of a lot of things you you don't know who you are so yeah. you tend to take on the opinions of others and hold on to it and cause you to be shamed about your experiences or even your successes cuz you yeah. make them make it seem like they're not, it's not good it's still not good enough you know what I'm saying and so I had to come to the realization that my opinion your worthiness is all about what you believe about yourself so I had to take and remove all the things that the labels that other people had placed on me and say Sandra who are you and who do you believe that you are Mm -hmm. and who do you know that you are and when I did that nobody else's opinion matter god's opinion of course you know and i feel like what we we are concerned about what other people you know how other people think or other people feel about it but ultimately it's about what christy believes and feel about herself yeah yeah at the end of the day that's all that matters that's (laughs) so true when you said a few minutes ago you said um you know talking to your mentor Mm -hmm. learning that you were healed enough to see clearer i Mm -hmm. feel like you know, when you are healed enough to see clearer, that's when you understand, or that's when that that light bulb comes. Yeah. And like, oh wait, hey, it's not yeah. about what they thought. It's not yeah. about what they did. It's not their opinion. Yeah. How do I feel? Do yeah. am, do I know that I'm healed? Correct. Do I know that I'm good enough. You know, I feel that I'm worthy enough. Like, it all just comes into play when you are healed, healed. enough to see yeah. clear for and yourself. It, absolutely. Absolutely. And I remember it was in 2018, girl, because I, I always say sometimes you have to borrow the lenses of somebody else until you see clearly. And my mentor, his name is Harold Barnes. I remember I 
I sent him a message one day. This was in 2018. And I asked him a question. I said, how do you see me? Because my, my vision was blurry. Like it was mm -hmm. blurry. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I went to somebody that I trusted that I knew would tell me the truth. What, whatever it might've been, I was ready for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he sent me this email and I, and I read this email every day for two and a half years. I still read it to wow. this day because the I, he was the eyes that I needed in that moment because he told me, even though God already said who we, who we were, sometimes you need those those midwives and those cheerleaders Ooh, yes. will continually to continuously pour into you. And he showed he told me, like, girl, if I was to let you read this letter, I could I still cry about it. My eyes about to water up now, just that. <sighs> but he one line that he said, he said, Sandra, he said, Your pain is your gift. And when he said that, of course, I, my pain is my gift. And when I think of gifts, I think of something perfectly wrapped up with a pretty bow. Right. I don't think of heartache. I don't think of pain. I don't right. think of all that other stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But goes back to the paragraph that you read, what we go through and what we experience is setting us up if we, setting us up if we allow it to propel us into greater, right? right? If we right. Allow, and then you will realize when, when God begins to unfold the things that he has for you, the, the opportunities that he has for you, the people that he wants you to interact with, all of these, when he begins to unfold it, then you're like, and you see lives transforming yep. in the midst of that. And yep. you're like, God, this was my gift to give to the world. Mm -hmm. Allow me to be the vessel, but now you're allowing me to be a gift to other people to give hope and to give confidence and to give courage and letting them know that, look, like you said, if, if he could bring me through, girl, he got you. Yes, yes. <laughs> but you said, but you said in the book, you said things that happen are uh, intended to be a lesson, and that's, and that's something you said in the book. But yeah. if we think about who Jesus is to us now, he had to go through some things. Okay, like yeah. it was not peaches and cream for him, and nice. then oh, y'all can have peaches and cream too. No, right? He endured yeah. some hardship. He physically right. endured some things. Mentally, Absolutely. you know, he battled, and so. If he had to die, yes. Why don't you feel the things that you endure here on earth are for somebody else's salvation in whatever situation it is Absolutely. they're come resurrecting out of? You know what I'm uh -huh. saying? Like we're not we're not here to give them eternal life, right? But we are here as a testament to who God is on a daily basis. Yeah. This is what yeah. he can do every day because if he did it for me, he did it for you. But I got to tell you that he did it for me in order for you to know he could do it for you, for right? You. <laughs> I can't sit around and be like, oh, I can't tell nobody. Right. You know, or oh, I'm going to keep that to myself. And really, the devil will, and not really just the devil, people, mm -hmm. and just the uh, the negative um, vision or sight that people uses yeah. um, against us or against certain situations will keep you from opening your mouth about Absolutely. it right it'll just kind of yeah. keep you where i don't want to talk about it because you think about all the things mm -hmm. that people are going to say and now how are they going to view you and yeah. you know and so all of those things will keep you in a place of um of silence, of silence. and yeah. so the minute you open your mouth you ex you ex that's right that's right when that I exposure comes yeah, it's so it's freeing for the person who exposes, but it is so freeing for those who witness yeah. it. Yeah, right, the ones that hear it. Mm -hmm. And once I speak, you can't hold me against me because I already said it. <laughs> Girl, <that's> it. 
Look, I heard Lisa Nichols say one time, she was like, well, I'd have told all my business. So you have nothing on me. Like you, <laughs> I have told you everything. So I mean, if you can go find some stuff, then it's probably something I already said. You just didn't hear me say you it. You just didn't hear me say it. You missed it. There's nothing you can find that I haven't already shared at some point, you know? Correct. And that's how I think living that life of transparency yep. gives you a closer i believe it gives you a closer walk with god because you're not always trying to hide something correct it's not always you can go to him in like it your fullness like yeah. you know yeah. there are there are no hidden secrets lord yeah. I, you know i tell people the reason why i don't have time to lie is because the person that i know i answer to before any human that i can see is god He's i don't god. need to lie to you that's right because if i lie to you that doesn't mean god didn't see me like he still knew you know what went yeah. on I'm like that you have to have that transparency yeah when when you can get there then you don't even care about other people's opinions yeah you don't care the yeah. battle now but it does present a battle for yourself right when you yeah. get out of other people's opinions then your opinions about yourself come yeah. into play right <laughs> yeah that's why my affirmations are like important for me like to yes. affirm those things about me yes. are important because I think we we all still have some those moments where we you know we kind of like oh my god but then you you know I I'll go in my bathroom or go in my little office and read my wall and speak life right back into me and I'm mm -hmm. like hey, let's go right <laughs> like, right right I'm ready I'm ready I'm ready now. yeah I'm ready because I think we even I don't care how much um we we know God even how much we know that we are worthy or how much you know we know who that we're walking in the, in the way that we should be still, you still have those moments where you like, you know, you have those down moments sometimes. Yes. Yeah. After a lot, you have, sometimes you have to be your own cheerleader and you can't wait for somebody else to come and, you know, push you. You have to push yourself and finding those ways to do that for me has become to affirm me, to affirm myself. And the, so and is that where, I'm, I'm going to take you to um, chapter four because that was one of the notes I wrote down because okay. I like to write my affirmations as I am. Yes. And when I'm listening to affirmations, um, I listen to the ones that start with I am. Yeah. But and I noticed that the where you would put your uh, quote, you know, at the beginning of the chapter, you put I am. Yes. And one of the reflections or the questions you asked is like, you know, have you identified with who you are to yourself? Mm -hmm. And I wrote that yeah. down. I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> Like, have you really taken inventory yeah. of yourself? Of yourself. What you think, how you feel. Yeah. I mean, even get physical with it. What yeah. you look like. Have you really done the research on yourself? Yeah. Because knowing I am that I am, like that's, especially when we call ourselves Christians. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. it's not the Christian that other people call a Christian. Mm -hmm. It's the who do you believe you are and what kind of Christian do you believe yourself to be? Do you even know what Christian means to you? Or, or did you just take the meaning from someone else and then yeah. you said, oh, this is reflective of me? Correct. Yeah. Ex explain to me that chapter. Why, why, why did you start with I am? I started with I, really big on the book for me is all about self-awareness, self-accountability, right? Wow. Uh, and the the chapter blur lines is sometimes it's not everybody else sometimes it's you right mm. and taking that time to really like you stated to really get to know 
who Christy is or who Sandra is. Not what yeah. anybody, not it's not about anybody else. But this is a this is a mirror moment, and a lot of times we don't like to look in the mirror because we're afraid of what the reflection is going to look like. Right? Oh, that's good right there. Oh, and so that's, that's what really. <laughs> you a mess but that's what that that chapter is really about it's about you know looking at like just facing your own your own demons and facing your own um you know the things that you have to deal with within yourself yes and i feel like though when you face the when you can look at yourself and take that inventory understand you know what about you works and doesn't work mm-hmm. then again it brings you back to I'm clear. Yeah. I understand who I am. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, I, I don't know how far um, you've personally gone into it, but a lot of times we will still, even when we're trying to find out ourselves, we'll stay at the surface, right? Yeah. We'll look at our education. Um, we'll look at our circle of friends. Yeah. You know, the church we attend, uh-huh. the things that we wear, you know, what we're knowledgeable in. But you have to go deeper yeah. into, well, before I got here, what did God send me for? Right. You know, we like to call it, you know, oh, well, what's my purpose for being here? Mm-hmm. Well, what is, what do you think God's intended purpose Correct. was mm-hmm. for you when, you know, when you, when you arrived here? And we come up, you know, I, and this is what I believe we come up in different cultures, right? right? I believe we came with a purpose. We came with something already in us that we could do that would affect the lives of other people around us. It's just, it's already built in us, right? Mm -hmm. But we come up in different cultures. We're raised by different parents. We attend different schools. And so a lot of who we are spiritually, like already in us, Mm -hmm. it gets masked. Yeah. And so we cover it up, you know, as the years go by, we cover it up with all these things that we've collected from different places. And then when we come to that place of clarity, you know, even in the bad experiences, right, we come to this place of clarity and we get rid of the, you know, we forgive and we get rid of um, the grudges and we get to a point where we're healed enough and we Mm -hmm. see clear, Right. but we still don't really take time to Mm -hmm. sit in like some quiet place and find out spiritually mm-hmm. you know where's my ground yep yep not the surface stuff take off the education take yep. off who your family is take Correct. off the church you go to yep dig deeper yeah dig deeper <laughs> yeah dig deeper now i want to touch on like relationships because that is what the book um talks about you know, just being in some unhealthy ones. Right. Um, or being able to let go of some that are not uh, good for you, even when you don't want to let go. Correct. Because, you know, right? sometimes, like we are, uh, we are, what's the word I'm looking for? We are attracted to toxicity, right? Ooh, girl. <laughs> and why though? Why? 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 Girl, why? I don't, girl. Why? Because the you know what the most the pl- the shows that play the most on television are full of drama. Why? Full of drama. Oh why? Yes. Are <laughs> uh, the best selling movies full of drama? Full why of drama. are the best selling books full of drama? Like I just want to know what uh, what the excitement must that? be. That's what the conclusion. I said. <laughs> what am I? It has to be the excitement. It has to be the challenge. Or my goodness, you know, we thinking we yeah, we, can, we can fix everything, or we the saviors to everything. Oh, if I hang on a little longer, things gonna change. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like we're fixers and we're not. We're we not. Oh my God. We gotta rededicate people back to the Lord. Ah. It's, not our, it's not our burden. 
it's really and it's, it's not my place to fix you it's not my place but it is my place to fix me and that is what i what i chose to do in my life because again i think we all have some toxic traits right and we right. bring right. them to to the surface and we have to and i for me i had to i couldn't deal with their their the other party's um toxicity i had to deal with mine Right. And, you know, what I brought to the table and, you know, so yeah, girl, I don't know what I, I, like I said, I think it's just comfortable that we just, let me speak for me. Let me not speak for we, Forever. I think it was just comfortable, <laughs> you know, and you didn't want to check like, wait a minute. I, like, can't, I can't put everybody in the same, in the same space as me. No, let me not put everybody in this same boat, but let me tell you once you, and I always go back to once you are, once you know your worth. Even for yourself, you don't you create boundaries boundaries around that. Like, I don't even like the, the gossip. I don't like you know. Maybe when I get my sisters, you know, we have a good time talking. But yeah, yeah. As far as like, I don't I don't welcome a lot. I don't welcome that into my space. You know, because that kind of stuff can filter into other things, and then then it's you know I'm off track again. I'm off balance because I'm you know I've allowed this this negativity in my space. And right. I, you know, I've cut off relationships that I've had for years because I said, God, you know what? I maybe I've outgrown this relationship, you know. And it's not that you ended on a bad note. And I'm talking about with you know girlfriends or you know and males. It's like I've outgrown this, and it's time to move forward because it's got to be okay with letting it go. You have to be okay with releasing things. Yeah, release it. You had let it go more than once. And I love how you just like show that battle of weight, but I have to let it go right now. Right. Like in the middle of <laughs> in the middle of it, like right now. Because sometimes like we like to watch, you know, that whole urge to be a part of drama or to right. watch drama. Yeah. Is something that a lot of women live with on yeah. like it's normal. Yeah. Right. And yeah. when they don't have it, they feel like something's missing. Something's and missing. so for some, they'll create it. Yep. Yep. Even now in my relationship now, uh, like literally, I had to, even though I was, in, you know, sometimes you can say I'm through this, I'm over this, but until you actually experience, because I stayed away from relationships for about four or five years. I didn't want no relationship. I was good, right? And <laughs> God allowed me to meet someone and it was rough at like for me not for him like it was just rough because I was used to toxicity right yeah yeah and now you have somebody that does not have you know what I'm saying like they don't bring that type of energy so you're like you looking around like why are you no excitement going on right. Right like <laughs> this is boring <laughs> this is boring this relationship is boring. Lord. But I'm like, Sandra, this is called normalcy. Like, <laughs> this is normalcy. This is actually the way it's supposed to this go. This is okay? actually the way it's supposed to go. <laughs> you mean some we ain't fighting? Because my, one of my, my relationship, my last relationship, girl, when I tell you we argued one year for 365 days, that is no lie. Every, every day? day? Girl, every day. Every day we got the red flags, toxic, toxic, toxic. Both of us just toxic, toxic, toxic. Wow. Every day, every day. And I promise myself now, I, you you won't have to worry about me. I will not be arguing with nobody. 
What you say? Just oh, I'm gonna just let it happen. Okay. I'm gonna let it go. Well, right. For real, girl. I can't. No. Mm-mm. Just a, what? Okay. So that's what's bothering you. Oh. oh. <laughs> All right. Let's pray about it. Let's pray about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's pray about it. But I thank God for deliverance. Okay, I thank God for healing. I thank God for all of that. You know, and being in a healthy mental space and a healthy, um, just a healthy space. You know, to be able to now freely share. Because at one point, I probably would have never told you that, right? Because yeah, that's just something yeah, I, I would have been shameful of. Like, I yeah, I know it. I'm, you know, uh, we arguing all the time. Right. Because you want to appear. That's why this mask that I used to wear, I don't have it no more. This is just what you get, right? Now, of course, if there's something that I need to change, God, he convicts me very well. That's the beauty of healing, too, is like, you don't have to wait for somebody to convict you because you'll be convicted, like, right on the spot. You'll convict (laughs) That's it right there. But you know what? That, that I'm going to call it a holy conviction. That conviction that you receive um within you yeah it doesn't come from from anyone else like that is the yeah. that is the thing that keeps you yeah from doing the right thing in the, the situation right. yeah right it's yeah. the thing that keeps you from going along with the argument yeah because yeah. you have that inner conviction yeah of, yeah this is not you know this is not even a part of who i am right yeah. now you're trying to get me out of myself and so yeah. i can't go there yeah i and call it a worthy check because I gotta check my, you know, am I am I walking in worthiness? Did, did, is what I say bringing worthiness? You know, what I'm saying to me, d- does it look like that? Does worthiness look like that? And I do, mm-hmm. I do my worthy checks, and I'm like, okay, I like that. Yes, Andrew, you need to. Okay, let's. Does worthiness look like this? I like that. Yeah, I That's have a good one. Yeah, because if it doesn't. I mean, then that means no part of me, and I can't take part in it. Correct. So I'm gonna go ahead and turn around on that note yeah let me check that step back right right, yeah. right. check it oh, nope can't be a part can't go ahead part. put an yeah. x on that yeah that's a good one yeah i like that i like it you so can... so when you what you say i can steal it I oh i am that. you don't have to tell me you don't have to tell me i'm just go ahead and be honest now i'm gonna be using it i love it i love it I will be using it. I, I mean, I don't know how you knew. The Lord must have said, you know what, go ahead and tell she got permission because she you is going to use it again. I just, but I do want you to know when I got your book, I stopped telling people you are welcome. And now I respond, you're worth it. Oh, so I- when people tell me, thank you, Ooh. I say you're worth it. And I don't know if they have been, you know, if people have just been paying attention, they probably just figure, you know, it was the one thing we were talking about. They said, thank you. And I decided to say, you know, you're worth it. Right. But that is how I've been responding when somebody says thank you, I because you have to really think about as a person, am I worth what someone has done for me? If it's a good thing. Yeah. And if it's a bad thing, am I worthy enough? you know, to myself and to God to even keep going along with this. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, so you're worth it. I feel like, you know, that's just something people need to hear more of. And we yeah. say thank you all the time. All like, the time. Oh, you're welcome. You know, I tell um, I, <laughs> a conversation I had a couple of times with my kids, you know, sometimes you don't want to tell people you're welcome because mm-hmm. you don't want them to do whatever that is. You know, you may have just done that right. because you needed to, but you're not welcome to do that again. Right. Right. So I don't want to just automatically be like, oh, you're welcome. But you are worth it. It doesn't matter what you do. You are worth it. And so you are 
worth all the goodness that God has for you. And when I say it, you know, it comes from a good place. And so yeah. I'd rather, you know, now to just say you're worth it. But I will tell you that definitely came from um, me reading a book. And so now that's how I respond to people, which is why I said some people can write books that give you words. Yeah. And they may give you a little knowledge, a little information, but then some people write books that actually change the way you do things and they change the way you see things, you know? And so um, that's definitely, like I said, those anointings that kind of come off that word in the book. That's a part of it right there. Cause I definitely started responding to people, you know, you're worth it. They'll say thank you. And I'll just be like, you're worth it. I love it. You're worth it. Yes, girl. That came from the book. Come on. I I like the uh, reflections that um that you put in the book the Uh questions that you ask have you had anyone to like tell you how that helped them like after they read and then they go and answer the reflection questions yes I actually have and uh, one young lady she has sent me this beautiful message and she was talking about how you know she was going through a big thing especially the, the I think the forgiveness chapter hits home with a lot of people because that's the chapter that a lot of people talk to, talk to me about and them ac- having to ask themselves that those questions of who, ha- who is it that you need to forgive? You know, have you forgiven yourself? Those type of things are really reflective to them. And that has really made them sit and, and think about things. I think the, I think the, um, that was a really good, good idea to put them in there because those reflections make you uncover. Like you yeah. say, you got to uncover to recover. Yeah. It makes you uncover those things you've been masking, covering up, keeping to yourself, staying quiet about it. It makes you uncover it. Yeah. And when you uncover, you discover discover. some things. Yeah, you do. (laughs) That need to be fixed or worked on, right? Or some things that, and a lot of times I think because we pray about, you know, as Christians, we learn, oh, just pray about it. Talk to God about it. Take it to the Lord in prayer. You do that. <laughs> you leave it there, right? But, <laughs> you leave it there. But sometimes you don't even take him everything, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Sometimes you just take him what you're going through in the moment, but you didn't take him your part of it. Yeah. You may have just taken the other person's yeah. situation and yeah. you took what they said and what they did. But what was your part? Did you what take that part, part to him? You yeah. know? And yeah. so that taking it to the Lord in prayer or giving it to God and praying mm-hmm. about it, sometimes you don't even realize you're masking and you're covering up the thing that needs to be fixed. That's because right. when we go to God about something, you know, we should know that he wants to fix us first. That's right. That's right. And I, and, and I believe, and I, like I think I said earlier, that is really what Girl May Worthy, the premise of Girl May Worthy is. It's not about, because we all have characters in our story, right? We all have characters in our story that we can point the finger at. Right. Right. But it's it's about us. It's about us taking accountability for our own lives, for our own lives and doing the work, the necessary work to become a healthier and happier person. Yes. And so really, that's really because it's about accountability. And one of the readers, she um, messaged me and she says, Sandra, she said, all I saw was accountability. And I have to take accountability for my life. You're the captain of your ship. You're, You're the, the captain of, of your, your ship. You're the director of your movie. You can yell, stop, change, take this out at every any moment. But you're responsible for that. But let's just go ahead and uncover Facts. how us Christians <laughs> like to put everything on the devil on or the God. Devil. Sometimes it's us, okay? On the devil or God or God, because some people yes. don't God too. Yes. You know, if the Lord see fit, if it's the Lord's will, 
um, you know, the Lord allowed me to have or the Lord gave me. And sometimes yeah. it's you. You. It's Wait, like, the majority of the time it's you. Exactly. <laughs> if you really, if you're really honest with yourself. If right? you're really like, honest, let's go yeah. ahead and take that mask off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's you. Yeah. It's you. It's you. Yeah. It have nothing to do. The devil was he wasn't even there at the time. Yeah. That was you. <laughs> but that but until you can be 100% honest with yourself and I think that's something that even like during during my healing process God was like you're going to have to pull the rug on everything. Like Ooh, everything. everything, right? So you got to go deeper. Forget this surface stuff. Like yep. Yep. forget this surface stuff, right? Yep. You got to pull the carpet on everything. 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 Every everything you though. Like everything you don't try to go and pull from any no, Correct. it's not about anybody else. Correct. Everything you. It's nobody all else. you. It's you oh because goodness. you're trying to get to a better space. Hey, yes. so you're trying to get to a healthier space. You're trying to heal. It's all about you. All about you. All about you. And the biggest part of forgiveness is one forgiving yourself. Again, it's all about you. Of course, yes. you want to you have to forgive others to kind of catapult you into you know letting those things go but it's all about you all and about you. you really get serious about and and that was for me i used to, I, would, I would just throw stuff under the rug even things that hurt me i would throw it under the rug even yeah. things that i might have done i would throw it under the rug oh it won't that bad oh it was that you know and it was like nah girl mm -mm. but yeah. it was what was crazy and that i i don't know if i i think i did i think i did put it in the book was when i when i had moved I came because I live in the DMV area. I came, I got here and I was still doing the same thing I was doing back home. I was working, 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 working. And I think I shared on January the 1st when my car hydroplane over an mm. eight lane highway. And on January 1st, uh, normally on, when I'm driving into work, it's jam, like jam packed, like traffic is back to back. But on this yeah. particular day, it was January 1st. My car had your plane. There were no cars on the road, Christy. I went across an eight-lane highway and ended up in the trees. Wow. Way on the other side of the street. Eight lanes over. I was on the far right. My car had your plane over the median because it was a four lanes on one side and four lanes on the other. And I was like, when the police got there, he was like, man, you're lucky. And I said, no, I, I, I'm, I'm blessed. But after, blessed. I, after they pulled me out, I said, God, I said, why did you spare my life? Because it was a pole. I landed in front of a pole, and if my car had gone further, I probably would have got. I probably would have died. Oh my no, god! No. And God said, "I didn't bring. I didn't bring you here for you to do to get busy and do the same thing that you were doing back home. You was working, working, working busy. I brought you here so I can remove you from your comfort zone so you can do the hard work. And mm -hmm. you have no distractions. Church mm -hmm. is not there." Family is not, you don't have to go pick up nobody. You don't have to be in the bridal shop. You don't have to plan no events. You don't have to see clients. Like, you don't have to do nothing right now. All, the only thing you got to do is focus on me and focus on you. And that's when he's like, but if we're going to do this, you have to be real with it. And that's when he was like, you got to pull the carpet on all of us, sis. Oh, that's so good. Girl. That that's so deep. good. That was so hard. <laughs> I bet it was because it's literally you. But you know what? Even though you had that that conversation with God, who responsible for getting it done? Me. Because he was not about to show up at your house the next day and be like, all right, so you ready? Yeah. You doing it right now? Yeah. You getting up? Come on. So what Come you on, doing? Let's like, go. No, it's yeah. a you thing. It's a you you are responsible. He will give you yeah. the directions and the directions. even instructions, right? Yeah. But you'll never see the manifestation of it if you no. actually... 
don't do it. Do it. Yeah. You've got to do it. Yeah. The and movement I, is all on you. Yes. And uh, I didn't say this earlier, and I know we have to go, so I won't hold you long, but the I am, when you talked about the I am, I remember when I was at my very low one, I was at a very low point in 20, I think it was in 2018, 2018. Was it 2018, 2018, 2017? And I was sitting on my bed and I was getting ready to get dressed, take a shower and get dressed. And I was sitting in the bed and I was crying. I was like, God, this is so, this is, this hurts so bad. Who's going to protect me? Who's going to look out for me? And girl, it was like a still voice that God said, I am. Wow. And it carried wow. Me, like literally carried me. Wow. Carried me through my entire Ooh. journey like carry me and even now i have another book coming i don't know when it's gonna come out so don't go look. <laughs> because he hasn't finished what he's trying to unfold right yeah and yeah it's the, it's the the season of walking in worthiness girl mm. worthy was realizing that i was worthy yeah but he's allowing yeah. me to, to walk, walk in worthiness yes i love it yes. i love it i love it love it love it love it yeah and those that are listening you can too with all of what you have poured on us and given us, because it's been, oh my God, so amazing. I already knew it was going to be amazing. Aww. We have been saying it was going to be amazing. Yeah. And so, you know, hey, I mean, what else could we have, uh, you know, received today other than just this awesomeness? Yeah. But I want to uh, end with something that you have in the, let me see, I don't even know if this, this is about chapter nine, but you have, Learn to speak when you're better and not bitter. Mm -hmm. Because when you speak from a bitter and unhealed space, you may create more damage and possibly ruin an entire relationship beyond repair. I want to leave with that because, uh, like I said, I have this podcast centered around the things we don't talk about. Right. Right. But right. there's always the right time mm-hmm. to speak right. and the right words to use. Yeah. And, um, and because I'm really... I'm open and I, you know, because God has just taught me how to talk about things. And so not everybody has that spiritual tact. Correct. And sometimes they'll want to start talking about what they've gone through, Mm -hmm. but not from a better place. Right. Or from a bitter place, just to kind of get off their chest what they want, you know, or to even bad mouth or talk about the person who did what they did, you know, because they're not in that better place. Correct. And so um, because I've created this space, I'm really, you know, picky about who I allow on to talk about whatever challenge it was or whatever situation they went through, came out of, delivered from. Yeah. Um, because I know when God allows me to choose them, it's because they're talking from a better place. Absolutely. And I love how you said not from a bitter place like that yeah. is just it's perfect because yeah. even if you want to talk. It's okay. Communication is everything, right? Communication helps you cope. Communication brings deliverance. All that's great. But you have to know when the right time is and what the right words are. Yeah. Because it's not always the right time to speak. And sometimes you don't have the right words (laughs) coming out of your mouth. So you really should keep quiet. I'm not saying something goes on, you should keep it quiet. But you have to know um, you know, when to speak and what to say. So I love that. And I was just like, that's, I'm going to end it on that because it's perfect. It's what I want people to leave with, especially um, because you are the guest, you know, and I want them to to have some words to stand on from you and understand that, you know, we're, we're in agreement with this. You should speak uh, when, when God tells you to, and especially about the things that you're trying to 
keep hidden because yeah. somebody else needs to know there's light at the end of that tunnel. And if God brings you out, he didn't bring you out for you. Okay. He brought you out for somebody else. That's right. It's always about the next person, never just about yourselves. And when it comes to writing, girl, like th- that's another reason why I love your book, because I tell people, even if you're not comfortable with having a verbal conversation with somebody, write it out. Right. Yeah. Get you a pen and paper and start writing it. Have a like a, like you did audio journal. Talk to yeah. yourself. Yeah. But it, when you start to communicate it, you get it out. You uncover some things, and God allows you from that point to start. God allows you from that point to start healing. Yeah. And then you know eventually you can start speaking to other people. Yeah. About it. I love that you took all that and put that in a book. Like yeah. that's girl, that's my thing yeah. right there. It's oh my God. That's like that's yeah. my vein. And so I'm knowing that God is connecting me to like the right people because that's right. stories always resonate with what he has given me. That's right. You can tell your story without telling your business. And some people don't mind sharing their business, right? right? But there's also a way for you to tell your story now you don't have to put everybody's name out there you right don't have to get into the details all the time you know what I'm right. saying? but there's a way for you because yeah, i tell. won't get sued either right right <laughs> <laughs> okay because they will come looking for you yes, girl they listen yes they will yes okay <laughs> but that's a big that's a big part of you know being able to tell your story yeah without again telling all your business yeah and if you're bold enough, like Miss Sandra Sutton, okay, you can put it in a book. You can put it uh, in a book. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe right now you just journaling or you audio journaling like her. Yeah. But I mean, more people can hear it. Yeah. When you put it in a book, when you publish something, even if you don't put it in a book, and let's just say you start a blog, right? When you publish it for other people to read it. Yeah. When you put those words down and other people get their hands on it, yeah. it's just like the Bible. It's like, oh, this what God did? Oh, yeah. you know what? I know he can do it for me. Yeah. Because yeah. he's no respect of persons. If he did it for Sandra, if he did it for Christy, yes, he sir. will do it for you. Come on now. <laughs> okay. Okay, yes. yes. That's, how, that's how he works. Yeah. So and I'm going to let you, look, sorry, I want ahead. you to just tell them where they can find you, follow you, get the book, um, all that. If you have any events coming up, all that good stuff, just share it with us. Uh, before we leave off of him because I, I need them to be connected to you. Yes. You are you're you're worth it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so you can find me on Instagram at I am Sandra Sutton. You can also follow us on Instagram at Girl Made Worthy, where we just provide inspiration, daily inspiration uh, for you. You can find me on Facebook at I am Sandra Sutton as well. And on Facebook for Girl Made Worthy. Uh, we do have our first live event um, coming up, which is a You're Worth It vision board party. And it's not your typical vision board party. This is um, it's where you will experience uplifting uh, messages about worthiness and also the perfect place to not just dream big, but a safe space to take accountability and ownership of your own future and manifest the life that you deserve and embrace the fact that you are worth it. And somebody, you know, someone asked me the other day, they was like, Sandra, is it going to be the typical vision board party? I was like, no, you're going to go through a whole two hour session with me. We're not just going to be sitting there cutting out pictures. Because okay. before you can manifest anything, you got to believe that you're worth it, right? You Ooh, have to that's good. that you are worth having those things. And the, the reason a lot of times why we don't get what, or put, get what we think we ought to have is because we don't, we really don't believe it's possible. Mm, mm, and we really don't believe that we're worth it. 
And so that is what our um, our live event, that's November the 20th. It will be in Elizabeth City, in my hometown in Elizabeth City, North Carolina. But I do plan to do them virtually and do a couple of live events a year. So that's going to be so awesome. So you left out um, one of your new ventures. Yes. 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 Oh, I can talk about it. Yes. Yes. So I was a co-author. <laughs> In the book, Embracing Imperfection and Imperfections, and it was comprised of 32 women over five or six different countries. And this, it was just women who broke their silence about their story. And we're, we're learning to uh, stand on our story and not in our story and really show other women and individuals how to heal. And we, I say women a lot, but I have had men that have read my book that have been transformed through reading the book. Wow. So it's not just for women. But it can be for men, too. I just, you know, our focal point is women, so I always say for women. But, yeah, Embrace Imperfections is also an international bestseller. So yes, that. Okay. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So I'm excited about that. I'm just excited about everything that 2022. I'm excited about now, right? But yeah. I'm definitely excited about um, twenty. what 2022 is going to bring. Looking just to get out there, speak a lot more. Um, and really just really dive into helping to transform the lives of individuals. So, yes, I love to hear it. Okay. Yeah. So they can find the books where the book can be found. It's actually on my, it's my Carter website. It's not yet on Amazon. It should be on Amazon in about a week or so. So by the time this releases, it'll be on Amazon. Okay. <laughs> You can find it on Amazon. Right now it's on my uh, personal website. Um, it's a long line, but I don't know if we can add it or whatever. Um, but You better. You, I better? Yes. Okay. You Girl, they can it. get a pen and paper. You know, it's a podcast. They can press pause. <laughs> go get something to write with. Then Listen, press well, let me give you that address, okay? <laughs> I am a, you are hilarious. <laughs> So it can be found at actually girlmadeworthy.carter.com. So it's not that long. It's not that long. Y'all heard it. Girlmadeworthy.carter.com. It's not that long. And like I said, you can press pause, write it down, and press play. Yes. Yes. The luxury of uh, technology. Technology, right. And so embracing your imperfections, they can find that on Amazon. Amazon, yes, that can be found on Amazon. Yes. What yes, chapter yes. are you? I am chapter 24. All and right. It's Journey to Worthiness. I love it. I love it. Oh my God. Like God has just given you so many avenues to have that conversation. See, that's how you know when He's giving you something yeah. because you have different places to share it. Yeah, people start to just kind of uh, be attracted to you. You know, they flock to you because the message is for them, right? And so, you know, I really, I just love your obedience. I thank you so much for showing up here with me. And like I said, I knew it was gonna be amazing. You are amazing, you and are. um, and I just look so forward to us connecting sometime in the future. Yeah, and even having this conversation again, possibly having this conversation where it's not audio, and you know, they actually see us. Um, on video, but I definitely enjoyed you, and I know that the audience did as well. I thank you so thank much you. for showing up. Thank you for having me. Oh, you worked it. Yeah, yes, yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> yes, I know you know it, girl. May worthy. Okay. <laughs> but, but what um, what I'll do is I will make sure to keep in touch with you. 
Okay. And um, we have some more things I know coming up that yeah. we'll both take part in. And I'm just so excited about it. And just so thankful to God for the connection. But you go ahead and keep being great and keep being worthy and showing up like you do. And everything will work out according to God's will because it already is, right? Yes, ma'am. Already is. Thank you so much again, Sandra. Thank you so much.